Hey everybody, welcome to episode 191 of the Bite Me Podcast. Do you think that sounds like, I don't ever talk like that in real life. I've yes, never in my do. life said, hey Colby, how you doing? No. All the time. Just an internet thing. You anyway, that's Colby. brimming with enthusiasm all the time? Almost never. <laughs> like, I, I can sh- confirm. Shockingly, <laughs> this is me being enthusiastic for a podcast. That is also true. Yeah, Mostly no, because I, you would generally greet me in the morning, <laughs> which is hey, Dylan. even even worse than 3.47 in the afternoon. Thank God you're here. It's time for coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I'm, I'm not this interesting or this excited in real life, but I do it for you. You're welcome. Anyway, that was Colby and Dylan. You've probably heard of them before. Um, Dylan's uh, like little handle on our team chat thingy today is Terrible Tub Thumper, which I'll we decided... knocked down. But he doesn't get back up again. Yeah. Ain't, he's, ain't he's real bad. Just going to keep him down. It's just going to keep him. You know my favorite Chumbawamba story? I have one. So, by definition? Yeah, it's my favorite. So, they, uh, I think GM, maybe it was Chevy, asked if they could license Tub Thumper for a commercial. And they're like, absolutely. It's going to be $40,000. And whichever car company paid them $40,000, and they turned around and immediately donated that to a charity that was fighting either Chevy or GM's environmental problem. <laughs> it was very good. I liked it. Anyway, uh, we're going to talk about video games today, probably. We'll, we'll probably get there. Uh, some games we've been playing. Uh, in news, Sony is ramping up PS5 production even more than it was ramping up before. There are more PS5s. There's so many PS5s. It's going to be crazy. Uh, you can go to Hogwarts, and by that I mean... <sighs> Scholomance Academy? There's a lot of O's in that. Anyway, it's a Hearthstone thing. That's exactly uh, what I thought when I saw that, too. Like, <laughs> there's a lot of O's just in that. doing Harry Potter. Absolutely. I think it's kind of fun, though. Uh, Stadia is, shockingly, getting some new games and some old games, because that's how Stadia works. Um, do you remember Skull and Bones, Dylan? Like, you and I were super hyped on that game in, like, 2018. Yeah. I kind of choose and then it, not to remember it. Yeah, and then it kind of got, like... Lost. Delayed, and then delayed again. You don't hear very much about it. Apparently, it's being rebooted now as a quote-unquote live Fortnite-style game. We're doing I it live. I, I guess. <laughs> I don't know exactly what it means. We'll talk about that. Uh, three top Ubisoft executives are gone. That's unrelated to the Skull and Bones news. <laughs> uh, production has almost started uh, for the Uncharted movie. I'm... I'm very interested to hear your guys' thoughts about this movie, because I, I kind of knew that it was a thing going around, but I didn't realize who was cast in it. We'll talk about I that. I actually have thoughts as of today when I realized something about the, the movie. So I'll save my joke for the story. Oh, uh, yeah. It is it is a Tom Holland joke, I'm sure. Uh, and it you is. Can, it certainly <laughs> is. You can build your own Nintendo out of Legos, and... I am going to start crowdfunding for some money to buy one of those because I, I, I'm having a hard time imagining shilling it out for myself. But if I start a GoFundMe or something, that's cool, right? Sure. Yeah. Maybe some of our sweet, sweet Patreon money to buy Cliff and NES made out of Legos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got questions from uh, DaVinster. We've got two questions from Mr. Polite. We've got a question from Megan and a question from Mansox that is about food. Because, of course, it is. We've got some cheap free games, some good stuff coming to Game Pass, although that did not stop people on the internet from complaining about it. Like, I can't believe I spent $13 a month for this. Anyway, I don't know why they're spending $13 a month, because I don't think there is a $13 a month Game Pass plan, <laughs> but whatever. It's I mean, the is, it, is an ultimate 15? Is that in Great Britain? Uh-huh. 
or something. I guess it could have been, but I would have thought they'd use pounds. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's ten bucks or fifteen dollars. I don't. What are these new dollar pounds? Plan. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. I mean, with Brexit, who knows? Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Anyway, uh, why don't we start out with what we have been playing? Colby, you should probably go first. Why do I always go first? Dylan, you should probably go first. I mean, I will. I was just. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I just like. I like to pick things, but now Dylan's going. It's in alphabetical so, order. I actually did play some games this week. Um, fortunately and unfortunately, um, the story is that. That was a really <laughs> terrible sentence. Um, and you I said my pizza story my was bad, Colby. Um, my nephew was in town from Montana. Um, I haven't seen him in a very long time, and we kind of did a little birthday celebration, even though his birthday is in January, very close to my birthday, but because of terrible weather between Montana and here in the winter, and then this, um, we haven't been able to see him for... (laughs) Dylan waves his arms at everything. Um, So I got him Splatoon 2, which he was very excited he was talking about Splatoon, and I was, when I saw him, so I was like, "Man, I'll I'll go get him Splatoon for his birthday. I think that'd Very be cool because cool. I like it." And I played that with him a little bit, and it was pretty fun. Except the matchmaking online is atrocious. Oh. Um, you can't like lobby with your friends. Oh, you just have to like join a game and then join your friends' game, and then you won't be on each other's teams. Like the entire time we played, we were on each other's team twice. Um, it's not really a problem because the game's so casual that it, you don't care when you're actually playing, but it's so stupid that they don't. can't just let you. You have to play like league to be able to actually guarantee playing with your friends or something. I don't know. It's weird, but it doesn't stop you from having a good time because we can play against each other and have just as much fun. But it would have been nice to be on each other's teams. Yeah, all right. Um, yeah. But as a a younger kid these days, he also enjoys the Fortnites. So right. I tried updating my fortnights and we stayed up really late so i could play with him and then i booted the game up and it just ran like dog poop and i was so bummed so i was like oh i'll get it i'll get it i'll make sure it's good and i'll play with you another day kind of thing and i haven't actually been able to play with him since but i like xbox man i basically did the good old turn it off and turn it back on again and it seemed to run fine um and I did actually play a couple games of Fortnite's, which I hadn't played in a while. And man, is it different. It's the whole so map weird. is underwater. <laughs> Every time I look at Fortnite, I'm like, I'm sure there's a reason that people enjoy this. Like, this is a this is probably a great game. But I think I'm actually just too old for this. Like, I don't know if there's can you imagine out of a video game? Can you imagine if the first time you played Fortnite was during like one of the big like concerts or whatever? Uh-huh. How confused right. you would be. <laughs> You like, log in and there's there an 80 foot tall chance the rapper. Why is there on? a marshmallow over there? I don't even know what a marshmallow is. Why is Thanos here? Is this a Marvel game? <laughs> it's such a weird... Kind of. Like, kind of. I... But you can also get Aquaman now. <laughs> <laughs> He's part of the battle pass. It just makes sense, I guess. I don't know. Like I, I Fortnite has, has very much for me entered into the realm of games that I think are interesting but that I will never play because... I just don't have the will, I guess, to get yeah. good at them. Like, I think the one thing I really want. do like yeah. is the... Uh, I do like the fact that the map is like always changing. I think that's really cool. Except for the fact that if you don't play it, it with any sort of consistency, 
you're just like, oh, this is completely different. Uh huh. Um, but it's it's cool. Um, he was super pumped though that he like asked me like when I started playing, and I was like, oh, from the very beginning. So he's like, oh, so you have some of these old skins, and I was like, yeah, I have all those really cool old skins. So it was weird that he was like super pumped because it's on like season twenty three now or whatever, <laughs> and like I played in season one, two, and three and four maybe. So it's like I have all those old like skins, and like that was really cool to him. So. Like, yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of funny. <laughs> that's funny it's to so me. It's so weird that like, I mean, obviously Fortnite's had like building mechanics since the very first, but I remember when you first started playing that game, not you, but we, I guess, that it was kind of like, I don't know, what do you do? I, you just build a fence, I guess. And <laughs> like, that was your use of the building mechanics. And now people are building like entire like forts and skyscrapers and they can build like a six room cottage in like 10 seconds using you know hot keys i'm like i'm <laughs> just not that good and doing it on a phone i don't know <laughs> yes on a phone it's all good all right cole do you want to go next or do you want me to go next i want to go last i don't think okay, i've ever gone last fine i played more far cry 4 it's fine um <laughs> colby you go <laughs> <laughs> no, I I also played the Escapists too. Have you guys played that before? No, I did. I did uh, get it for free though. So I did too. Uh, so it's I got it on. It was on uh, Epic last week, and uh, it's but it's also on Game Pass. So if you don't, if you missed it on Epic and you have Game Pass, you can grab it there. That game is really interesting. I played it co-op with my kid, and it's it's one of those experiences where you go into a level. So like, I mean, the, the idea of the game is you are a prisoner trying to escape from a prison. That is like the, the long and short of it. But like the level I played was I was a prisoner on a, like prison train in the old West trying to escape. Like there's a bunch of marshals guarding the train. And I, I'm guessing there was actually multiple ways off the train, but the way we figured out you could do it was to get um, crowbars and release the caboose. So if you could get three crowbars, you could like pry the caboose free, and that's how you got away. Um, and we played it the first time, and it gives you there's like a timer. Like you had I don't know, say ten minutes to to complete it, and we were like thirty seconds away from winning, and then did not. And so the next time we're like, oh, no, no problem. We've got this. Like, no big deal. We know exactly what you need to do. And it loaded back in and we're like, oh, no, they randomized the location of everything, every game. Oh, that's completely So, different. like, the, the places where you get the crowbars still exist in every game, but the what's in them changes and what weapons you can get change. And you have to, like, knock out guards with mops in order to, like, steal their like sheriff's uniforms so the other sheriffs don't recognize you and i would think knocking someone out with a mop would be difficult really really hard you can also if you have a crowbar you can use a crowbar it's probably easier and, i mean like what if it's a lead mop if if you're knocking someone out to the point where they're unconscious for more than like uh you know second or two those people are usually in comas and will not wake up. <laughs> or if they do, like like the person that you hit in the head that is knocked unconscious that is just sitting there is is gonna have a, a uphill battle for the rest of its life. <laughs> it's actually the the that mechanic's actually kind of interesting because if you beat them up and 
if they catch you, they also will just beat the crap out of you. And so the, the mechanic works the same way either way, is that in any fight, either you or the bad guy is going to end up unconscious. And then, like, these little medics come out of their medic tent and come and grab you and take you back and, like, heal you. And then you have to rest in bed until you get better. Um but if you if you're fast, you can knock uh, the jailers out and steal both their clothes and their billy club. But then they start wandering around like like just in their like boxers, and they're like, <laughs> "If I find that guy, I'm gonna kill him." <laughs> um, it's it's an interesting game, and so we we really thought the second one would be really easy, and it was in fact not. It had very much that that feeling of like, oh, I don't think we're going to make it. I don't think we're going to make it. I don't think we're going to make it. And then at the very last second, we pulled it off. It was really fun. And the next day, my kid was like, hey, you want to play more of that? I'm like, not really. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's it's a game that I could see would be fun to play every once in a while because I think you'd spend a lot of time, like, losing, 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 figuring out the strategy and winning. And that's just not really yeah. my jam. And I, can, I, I imagine that game is... We were playing an easy level, and it took us two tries to do it. So I imagine once you get out of easy levels, that game is yeah. very, very oh. difficult. The levels get way bigger, so on and so forth. So, But it's fun. Like, I mean, it's it, especially, well, I don't know if it would be better co-op or not. I'm not, I'm not really sure. Like, co-op, it was cool because you could cooperate. There were things you needed to do. You could co-op? You could co-op. Like, there was a door that I couldn't open by myself myself so he had to like hold the door open so I could get into the room and then he had to open it back up for me so I had had to leave um and I don't know if that made it better but it definitely made it probably made parts of the game easier and parts of the game harder yeah. so I don't know I guess your mileage may vary who knows um so that's that's the escapist too it's not new in any way but it is it is now widely available for free so give that a shot plays great on a pc with a controller on a xbox with a controller too so give that a go all right colby tell us about your stupid games uh i should just now just go like oh i haven't played anything this week <laughs> no um i, I barbecued the- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i beat the talus principle yay i was uh, there which, which i think last week i just called the talus project over and over so you know we decided they uh, both exist though yeah yeah <laughs> Um, but, uh, it's actually really good. Um, even at its kind of stupid length, um, I think it could be about five hours shorter, but it was, it was worth playing the Most 15 games. hours. Yeah. Um, but, uh, that was fun and I'm still playing Cthulhu. I am on, I think the 11th or 12th chapter and there's 14. So I'm almost done with that too. Um, oh, you weren't finished with that? No, no. Oh, okay. I can only, play, like, because my kid's around most of the time, I can only play it, like, weird hours, and so it's very sporadic. Um, because it, uh, That's on sale right now on Xbox. Yeah, too. 10 bucks. It's it's probably worth it. Um, it's an enjoyable I mean, enough game. Yeah. it's It does also feel like it could be slightly shorter. Um, I think it's, like, a 10 to 12 hour game. It could be a 10-hour game, just like an 8 to 10-hour game, I think. Um, and then I started up ReCore, um, and that's that's really fun. Uh, what, so it was an Xbox One game originally, right? It is an Xbox One game originally. It's actually a first-party game. Like, I don't know who developed it, but that is a Microsoft game, is it? or yeah. Microsoft-published game. Um, it was supposed to... I think it was supposed to feel kind of like a first-person Zelda game, like you were supposed to kind of solve puzzles and... You know, it reminds it, 
it reminds me kind of of uh, oh the one with robots on PlayStation with the red hair girl. Oh, um, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, it yeah. kind of reminds me of that, but um, maybe a little it, more puzzly. I was gonna say a little more gun focused. Also true. Yeah. Um, plus, you have a robot dog, and yeah. who doesn't love having a robot dog? And I just got a robot uh, spider that helps me. So, um, I'm kind it's of pretty, like it's a pretty awesome robot spider. Like I can go either. It's way afraid on that. of heights. Okay, that makes it adorable then. <laughs> it, it, that's the like funny thing. I wasn't paying attention, but the the like dog and the ro- uh, spider actually talk in the subtitles. Oh, that's and awesome! If, and if you pay attention to what they're saying, it's actually pretty funny. Yeah, I that's a game like I was saying we talked about it a little bit before we started recording is it's a game that I got and really liked um and I just hit a bug where I, I was supposed to get a a something and I don't remember where that something was and they're like it's in this room and I'm like there's nothing in this room and I looked at like four YouTube videos they're like it's right here I'm <laughs> like not nope, not nope. so much and so I was just like Welp, I guess I'm done with this video game. I, so. I've literally had it downloaded on my Xbox since um, a Game Pass started, and yeah, I got I think, it. I think as soon as it hit Game Pass, I did the exact same thing, and I just haven't gotten back to it. So. And I, I've it's a cool game, though. I've kept going like, I'll play that eventually. And I, I just I was looking for a game. I'm like, eh, it's, it's eventually now. So It's pretty short, too, as I recall. Like I don't think it's a super long game. I think it's 12 to 18. It's, I mean, in the realm yeah. of those kind of games, that's it's not, not 40. super long. Yeah. 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 But uh, it's, it's quite fun. And if you have... Uh, if you have Game Pass, there's no excuse. I mean, unless you don't want to play it. It's a decent excuse, I guess. Yeah. It's not it is 12 to 18 hours. That's with not a bad. 36 hours if you're a completionist. Oof, don't be a completionist. You will not play that game for 36 hours. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I like Thinking about ReCore now, I kind of wish I was playing that instead of Far Cry 4 because I'd be done. Um, like, Not to go back on that, but like I realized yesterday, or I guess probably over the weekend... That, like, I can't go into the north part of the map on that game because I haven't done something yet. I'm like, yeah. oh, I thought I was closer to being <laughs> done with this game. I don't know how many more, like, stupid puzzle structures I can climb. We'll, we'll see. I don't know. We'll uh, next up, let's talk about Patreons because those people Yay! are cool. We love you. You pay us money, and it makes it so I don't personally have to pay money to produce this podcast, which, like, I think it's a win-win-win, right? Yeah. Yeah, anyway, you can go to Bite Me Pod. No, you can't do that. Go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast. You will find um, a way to sign up at either one, three, seven, or $10. If you sign up at $10 a month, we will read your name, like I'm going to do right now, to these fine people Brian Henniger, John Tippins, Austin Palmer, and Alan Schulte. I really appreciate your monthly contributions to making this podcast. Uh, you know, like break even, which is great. <laughs> so Woo! if you get a couple bucks and you would like to throw it our way, that would be probably the best way to do it. I mean, you could just like breaking even wasn't a great TV show. No, 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 it wasn't. So, uh, so you guys are familiar with the wonder years, correct? I am. And you're also familiar with the TV show small wonder, right? I am. 
So they announced Small Wonder. Yeah. So I guess if you're not familiar with Small Wonder, it's about a, a creepy show. It's like the creepiest show on television ever, um, where a guy invents a robot daughter and then brings her home and tries to this integrate her into his family. Yeah, it's real weird. But also, like, you can just shut her down and wipe her memory at any time. Like, it, it's one of those shows that, like, in context, watching it as a child, I was like, oh, how fun, robot daughter. And then as an adult, I'm like, Oh no. No. <laughs> oh no! No 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 no! Anyway, they they announced that, uh, and the Wonder Years is obvious. Anyone who makes a twelve-year-old robot is suspect automatically. Absolutely. Um, the Wonder Years obviously is a show set in the probably late sixties, I would guess, um, starring Fred Savage, and is just kind of about growing up in the late sixties. And they just announced that they're going to reboot that uh, show, but. Uh, my wife got them mixed up. She's like, they're rebooting Small Wonder, and and like one of the, the one of the things about uh, uh, the Wonder Years is they're going to reboot it, but it's going to be a black family this time. And she's like, in the sixties, in or? the sixties, yeah. And I'm like, that yeah, sounds cool. And she's like, are they still going to have a robot daughter? And I'm like, what? <laughs> What are you talking about? She's like, we Wonder Cooper. Years. She like, was a robot. You don't. Did you not see the last season? It kind of went off the rails. Anyway, I'm like, I don't. Maybe they will. We'll see. The nerdy kid's gonna be the robot this time. And that's <sighs> when I realized that my dad maybe had some problems with. <laughs> that's a. That only makes sense if you've seen that show. Anyway. Fred Savage is pretty great. That's actually, Wonder Years is a pretty good show, honestly. I think it's on Netflix. You should watch it if you haven't. Small Wonder is not available anywhere. (laughs) It does not have the correct music. No, no, the licensing. Actually, I want to say that's one that they fixed. Mm -mm, I think... I think they pulled it. It was on Hulu and had the correct thing, and after about a year, it got pulled, and I think when they put it back up, it did not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, it's a good show. Either way. Anyway, thank you, patrons. I, I don't know why you get thanked with a weird small wonder story, but there you go. Next time, next week, we'll thank you uh, with... Uh, Here's a weird a anecdote. Mi- with a Mr. Belvedere anecdote. I was going to say today's In- Involving special. him sitting on something. Today's special? No. Mr. Belvedere. How about All right. ham sandwich? Ooh. That's not, you know, bef- when I, before when I actually ate meat, ham sandwiches were probably my favorite kind of sandwiches. Maybe yeah. beef. Anyway, uh, enough of that. We're going to talk about something else, Dylan. What is it going to be? News. Did you like my kind of James Hetfield? Be yeah. Be yeah. All right, we got news. Sony is ramping up PS5 production ahead of release. Um, interestingly enough, because of COVID-19. So they're like, hey, ain't no one going anywhere <laughs> until, I don't know, who knows? It might be forever. We might just stay at home forever. I'm on forever at this point. Roughly forever. <laughs> Although I did hear a report today that a vaccine that is being tested in Seattle is very promising, which Ooh. still means like fall of next year. But anyway, <laughs> very promising. So, hey, that's sooner than forever that is sooner than forever anyway sony is kind of putting a bet on forever and originally apparently they were going to make five to six million consoles through march 31st of next year and now they're like maybe we should double that so they're going to push trying to push 10 million consoles in essentially hmm, i mean we don't actually know i guess but that's like five months maybe assuming it comes out in november ish maybe late october so it's a lot of consoles to push that's a lot i mean 10 million is a lot. Do you think this will cause like um uh, like issues with, you know, cost consoles failing? 
do you think that that will have an effect on it? Uh, I mean, I think that's always a possibility, and I would guess that right now is not probably a great time to be able to trying to manufacture anything. No, no. Um, according to what I saw, though, that this is like they're just. I think they were planning on having those five million done by like September, and this was essentially like a second order they play. So I don't think it's necessarily we're trying to make more consoles more. faster. It's just that we put in a second order that is going to get done. Like you know, the first five million are done by uh, the end of September, and then we got five million more that are going to be done between October and December. How many nets did the Foxconn stairwell catch? Um, more than we'd like, but not enough to actually change anything. No, so no. no, no, it'll be fine. Um, anyway, that's a that's a lot of consoles, like a a lot, a lot. Uh, I guess we'll see. They did say that that does not necessarily mean that it will be. You no, know, here's what I'll tell you: if you want a PS5 at launch, pre-purchase one. Don't be stupid and think, oh, I'll just pick one up on launch day because I think there's been a lot of people burned by that. Second, if you are a parent who thinks your kids might want a PS5 console for Christmas, pre-order one as soon as they become available for pre-order. Don't think you'll be able to get one in the store. Like, I worked uh, retail during the Nintendo 64 release during Christmas, and um, there's a lot of kids that have a little less faith in Santa Claus now because of... (laughs) That, I mean, also because they're, you know, in their 30s now. But <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing uh, sadder than a parent coming in. They're like, oh, my God, it's all my kid wants for Christmas. Do you have a Nintendo 64? I'm like, and then I would just laugh uproariously. So, yeah. I had a question. Now I forgot it. Was it mm. about the PS5? Was it about the N64? No. No. I don't know. Let's go. I mean, you got a Nintendo 64 for Christmas. I did get a Nintendo 64 for Christmas. Yeah, and then your dog chewed through my uh, Nintendo 64 cable on Christmas. On Christmas, (laughs) we were playing. We were playing Goldeneye, and all of a sudden, like the input just stopped working, (laughs) and I looked down, and my dog's like, "Hey!" (laughs) He was like a three-month-old puppy at the time, and just like one good crunch right through that uh, controller cable. So, and you know what? You cannot buy on Christmas Day (laughs) in like 19. 97. 97 new cable for your Nintendo 64 nope. controller. There was there was no Walmart wasn't open. We we did uh, fix it though. A little bit did of you electrical really? tape. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. I think I still have it. It's the power of Nintendo 64, I guess. All right. Anyway, next up we're going to talk about uh Sholomance <laughs> Academy. Like I don't play I don't know enough about Why does that sound like a bad slur? I know. You? Every like, time I read like... it, I'm like, it really does. Do you know like I, I, I played World of Warcraft Dylan, but I didn't play it for very long. Um and I've never played Hearthstone. Is that like a reference to something do you know, or is it just a bad name? It probably is. I don't I don't know. Yeah. So apparently um, this is obviously all of Hearthstone is World of Warcraft themed, correct? I within reason, probably. I think that's a fair assumption. There could be something else in there that might exist outside of. Because like like so what's what's Blizzard's MOBA? Heroes of the Storm. Heroes of the Storm. Like it pulls from all of their properties. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I think Hearthstone is is specifically warcraft yeah. i don't know i've never played this game i don't know why i'm making up things it's what i like to do anyway this is apparently based on some uh, this slowlomance Shol- maybe it's because it's i tried to add an l oh scholomance actually sounds far less like scholar awful 
Um, I'm going to say Scalamance from now on, regardless of how it is pronounced. I think it's because I keep trying to put an L after the C. I think it's a <laughs> Yeah, that's... that's Anyway, Scalamance. It's uh, based on some World of Warcraft lore, kind of post-Lish Lich, Lich King? Lich? Leash? Lich King? I think it's Leash, right? Um, it's founded by a World of Warcraft wizard that I can't pronounce his name because it's like Kel'Thuzad. That was actually pretty good, right? I think it's Kel'Thuzad. Shut up, Dylan. I think it's uh, <laughs> This is So this is a new... Uh, uh, Hearthstone <laughs> expansion that's actually going to be set at a school. It's it's like Dylan and I were saying earlier. It's a hundred percent a Harry Potter ripoff. Um, Are we sure it's not a Persona ripoff? Uh, which came first, Harry Potter or Persona? I don't have any idea. Harry Potter. Well then, I guess well, that it's answers that. <laughs> it could. I mean, cool. I assume so. I, I mean, no I would idea. guess that private schools have existed longer than either of those. I would guess. Uh, just spitballing. Anyway, it's coming out in early August. It's going to be set at the school. It looks actually really cool. It's going to have actually like specific rule sets to play in this like expansion, which is kind of fun. I guess if it's something you're really into, you can spend eighty bucks and get the. How do we decide to pronounce it? Scholomance <laughs> Academy Mega Bundle. Mega um, Bundle. Which gives you 80 card packs, some Scholomance Academy Golden card packs, a random golden legendary card. Ooh. And how were you going to pronounce that name again? Keltazod. Keltazod Mage Hero and card pack. And a tavern pass, which gives you arena card. I don't know what any of this stuff is, Dylan. Does any of this mean anything to you? About half of it. <laughs> Perfect. Um, there's Uh-oh. also another bundle you can get that's 50 bucks instead of 80 bucks. It comes with less stuff. Persona Delib- came out before Harry Potter. That J.K. Ross, she's a turf and she uh. ripped off Persona. That's not true. I mean, the turf part. Is, One the, part of it is. The Harry Potter part is not true. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought that. But the first Persona was 1996. Dang, there's been I making know. games that I don't care about for a real long time. <laughs> Harry Potter was 97, so... Huh. I actually would really like to play uh, Persona 5, but there it's a 100-hour game. Uh-huh. Like, I don't have... It's a 100 hours long. <laughs> I have tried to start Persona 4, like, three times, and I've made it about an hour in and just have gone like... I don't think this is for me. I'm not super familiar with it, but I've I've heard some discourse that Persona 4 and J.K. Rowling share some things in common. No, no, that's Persona 5, I think. Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> anyway. They had to fix some stuff in the Switch release. <laughs> oh, yeah, they did. I forgot. Or the, I mean, no, it's not a Switch release. It was a... a PC release? No, it was like a, a, like a Game of the Year release. Game of the Year edition. Anyway. Um, if Skolomance <laughs> Academy... Is your jam. And I would guess if you're a Hearthstone player, it probably is your jam. The downside is I don't think I've ever talked to anyone who listens to this podcast that plays Hearthstone besides Dylan. So we're just talking to Dylan mostly. Dylan, is Skolomance Academy your jam? Um, I can't keep up with yeah. anything that releases new content every three months. All right. Well, if you log into but Hearthstone. I love Hearthstone. Yeah. If you log in today and any day between now and August, October 20th, you'll get two free copies of the Epic Neutral Minion Transfer Student. Which is cool, I guess. I don't know. The the epic minion transfer student? (laughs) I think that it is an epic minion named transfer student. Epic is a a rarity of card. Uh, Yeah, Uh, no, I I get the epic. It was more just like, hey, I'm Ted. I'm the transfer student. I guess I'm your minion now? I think that is... 
Exactly. Real sketchy, guys. No, it's fine. It's exactly fine. All right, we're going to talk about Stadia now, which is another thing that I don't think any of us know anything about. So we're going to make up a bunch of stuff. <laughs> um, Stadia still exists. I know that. Um, we'll see for how much longer. <laughs> anyway, I think apparently Google cares enough enough about it to actually do a Stadia Connect thing. I think it was originally supposed to happen at E3, and so E3 doesn't exist, so they did it online or something. Anyway, newly announced games. These are Stadia exclusives, which seems like a real bad idea because Stadia is going to die and no one will ever be able to play these games. But anyway, Outcasters, only on Stadia. It's a competitive online multiplayer game set in a vinyl world. I don't understand what a vinyl world is. Is that like like everything's made of plastic? Is everything only available on LP? I don't, I don't know what that means. It's all anyway. pops. Uh, Orcs Must Die 3, also only on Stadia. You can play that today if you want. Uh, Super Bomberman R Online, which is a Bomberman game that is first on Stadia, coming out in the fall. One Hand Clapping, that is, uh, that sounds like this. Yeah, that's a Simpsons joke. Uh, early access on Stadia today, so you can find out how that works. It's a 2D puzzle platformer where you sing into your headset to solve musical puzzles. Uh, that sounds terrible. Uh, NBA 2K21, which I guess is awesome if you want to buy a basketball game that's going to be on, like, what, 70 bucks on uh, the Xbox <laughs> and the PS5? Whatever. Uh, Dead by Daylight, which is now available on every single platform except my iPhone. Uh, Player Unknown Battleground Season 8, which, again, is actually available on my iPhone. <laughs> uh, Hitman 1, 2, and 3. So Hitman 1 and 2, obviously, are older games. Uh, they're going to come out September 1st. I mean, Hitman 2 came out, like, what, two years ago on PC? But whatever. Hitman 3 is going to be out January 2021. Uh, Serious Sam 4, a game that Colby willed into existence by himself. I secreted it. Yeah, Bam. It good, man. It's going to come out on... Uh, with the devil. Yeah, I, that's okay. Like, he did not need his soul anyway. I don't think he was using it for anything good. There's a stranger in the background at Dylan's house. I don't know who that person is. Oh, maybe I do. Actually, I do know that person, don't I? Dylan's yeah. like looking at, in, into the camera. Oh, you, I guess you can see behind you. It doesn't matter. I just found out that our squadcast has gift support. What? Like what? <laughs> Why would we want to send each other gifts while we're interesting? Huh. All right. Anyway, uh, Serious M4, a game Colby made. Oh, no. Dylan just sent me a gif of. Wow, what's his name from uh, Kylo Ren? Yeah, Kylo Ren. I mean, technically, I think that's Ben Solo. I don't like. I don't like, I don't like any of these. Stop sending gifts. I'm gonna close that. Um, Serious Sam Four coming out Stadium PC. It's gonna be a launch title for Stadia. It's it's like that's a big deal. Outriders, um, a new co-op RPG from Square Enix, is gonna be on Stadia in 2021. Um, apparently, there's not gonna be a WWE 2K game this year. Which, based <laughs> on <laughs> why? <laughs> I don't. I, I really don't know. I'm I. I only can think of one reason, and it's because that gravity doesn't exist in that world, and neither do <laughs> physics, and that causes a problem. Um, anyway, apparently they're going to make a game called WWE 2K Battlegrounds, which is going to be an arcade WWE game, but I don't know why you'd name it Battlegrounds. That sounds like it's also going to be like a... a <laughs> it's a PUBG game. Yeah, like a, a Battle Royale game. Actually, like... That's kind of a thing, right? Like Battle Royale... Actually, Battle yeah, Royale is I because mean, of wrestling, right? Well, I won't go that far. But I mean, they, maybe. But I think so, actually the name Battle Royale is because of wrestling. I think. I don't know. It doesn't really so. matter. Whatever. I think they use it. But like, I mean, I could see a, a a wrestling battle royale game. Like the last person to get pinned. 
not get pinned. I think you can do that in any wrestling game. Now, it, well, yeah, but I want a hundred versus a hundred. The ring's huge, <laughs> Dylan. <laughs> you, it, 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 with the battle royales, isn't that uh, like uh, they throw them out of the ring and like the last person in the ring wins or something? I don't want to. I don't want to spoil anything for you. Call it's it's fake. No, I know, but that's what I'm saying, isn't that? <laughs> yes, I think so, yeah. So what I want is actually like I'd like a... that you answered it instead of the person who actually watches wrestling in this podcast. was like, I got this, Dylan. I'm very knowledgeable, Colby. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what I want is like a Fortnite PUBG-style game where you're still like parachuting into like an island or whatever, but instead of shooting someone, you have to like sneak up behind them and grab them and put them in some sort of submission hold and pin them. That's so, how you... So great. for the the first use of battle royale was 1857. Yeah, so for I don't wrestling. Think, think wrestling. <laughs> WWE 18K. So. <laughs> All right. Anyway, they're getting yeah. a PGA game because who doesn't love? Can we golf? get a cockfighting game? <laughs> no, Colby, you cannot have a cockfighting <laughs> game. Well, actually, what was that Devolver Digital game called? Um, it'll come to me. Um, that was a cockfighting game. Um, but in the in the realist of senses, um, I'm looking at like old timey bare knuckle boxing battle royales, which must have been just hectic. you don't want that. <laughs> you really don't want that. Um, the game you are looking for. Oh man, I just did that search. That was not a good search to do. <laughs> oh well. Anyway, um, Sekiro Shadows Die tr- Twice is coming fall 2020. Sekiro, Sekiro sorry, yeah, 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 like six months after it came out on PC. And this is like the entire reason I was not going to put this in because who really cares about Stadia? Although the conversation's been good. Um, Dylan, you you remember Hello Neighbor, right? And you remember playing Hello Neighbor. You remember the response to Hello Neighbor, correct? Yeah. Would you have defined it as the viral hit about committing a little breaking and entering? Maybe, <laughs> as I recall, that that game got like sixties and was pretty widely panned. But do you want to hear the crazy thing? This but is kids crazy. love that thing. Kids love it. They there's a book series based on Hello right. Neighbor. And I, so I think it, maybe a it was a maybe it was a viral hit. Maybe it was a viral hit that just wasn't a video game. Anyway, Hello Neighbor and Hello Neighbor Hide and Seek are coming to Stadia too. <laughs> I guess they think it's a win. Whatever. I still want to remember the name of that video game, but man, none of these searches are. <laughs> are good it's banned on on twitch i know that i think it's a devolver digital game ah genital jousting that's what it's called that's a cockfight call mm, there you go anyway it's right now it's 69 percent off on steam by the way <laughs> nice exactly all right skull and bones is being rebooted it's being rebooted as a live fortnite style game um, so according to a report, I don't know who that report went to. It's probably pretty inconsequential. Uh, they're actually rebooting it into a live game model with ongoing storytelling inspired by Fortnite. According to sources at VGC, that game had, quote, been struggling to carve itself a unique position among Ubisoft's existing portfolio of open game worlds. And I have a theory as to why. It's really hard to set up a really tall tower at sea. in the ocean <laughs> yeah like they're like well what if it was an oil rig and they're like no no this is this is like just wooden on the ships. ships yeah i mean you just they're take like, their ship and climb up there to the top mast. of their mast like up to the crow's yeah. nest and that's how Easy the rest peasy. of the map opens up so hear me out okay post-apocalyptic world on wooden ships so there are oil derricks and stuff like that 
but it's all tied together via the Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young song. I was just going to say, is this based on the Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young song? I would play that game 100%, Colby. Um, anyway, it's going to feature a persistent game world with quests, characters, and storylines that will drastically evolve and change over time based on the collective actions of the community. Um but here's the weird part. Okay, like, all oh, that's fine. Like, I guess I would just like to play this game. That's really what I would like at this point in time. I It looked cool. It looked really cool, and I like pirates. Although, I've been playing a lot of Sea of Thieves lately. I, you know, I should have talked about Sea of Thieves, because Sea of Thieves really pissed me off the other day. But whatever. It's fine. All right, apparently the uh, the gifts in our channel <laughs> made Colby... Like, there were so many gifts. they're like, we can't handle gifts and Colby. Anyway, I want to play... Skull and Bones, but tell me, I need someone to explain something to me, okay? So this is When a, a man and a woman love each other very much, Cliff. Oh. Interesting. Anyway, um, Ubisoft has announced that in collaboration with Atlas Entertainment, they are going to create a TV show based on a game that doesn't exist. <laughs> can you Can you explain that to me? It's going to feature a female-driven drama set in the lawless frontier of the Indian Ocean at the end of the golden age of piracy in the 1700s. Like, can how could they have just made a pirate, a pirate show? <laughs> that, like, that was probably what need, happened. It's just Atlas based on pirates. <laughs> Atlas Entertainment had a female-driven drama set in the lawless frontier. And they like, just needed some Ubisoft money. <laughs> hey, we'll we'll give you a hundred million dollars to slap skull and bones on it. Yeah, it, it probably was a marketing attempt back when they thought this game was coming out in 2019. It, this actually might be a good thing because it means there's no game to base it on yet. Therefore, you can't really fall into the same trappings of a video game movie. <sighs> I just want to point out that Double Dragon, the movie, is on Amazon Prime. Everyone, what? What you didn't know there was a Double Dragon movie? I did not. What, double the dragon. Double the What fun. is the plot of Double Dragon the movie? Um, it's set in a post-apocalyptic future, unlike the game. Um, it stars Alyssa Milano, Scott Wolf, and someone else. And also um, uh, the, the uh, T-1000 from Terminator 2. It might be just Jason Patrick. but or No, not Jason. Jason Patrick? Oh, the dude from the X-Files, you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's, it, it's it's not great. It's not great. No, I think it sounds was like, I think it was the second video game movie after uh, Super Mario Brothers. Interesting. I'm very interested. I don't know if our Twitch channel is, um, like, I don't know if we can do those, like, hey, let's watch a movie and stream it at the same time. But if we can, we should give some serious consideration to uh, streaming Double Dragon the movie. That'd be. 1994. Huh. I No, I did not know that existed. So we I was talking to Hans today, friend of the show, sometimes co-host, and uh, we came up with a, I mean, it was mostly my <laughs> idea. He, he inspired me, though, um, to do a Pawn Stars style, like, reality TV show, um, with, but with, uh, like, finding and fixing arcade games. And I think it's mm. brilliant. I think, like, in... Like, with nostalgia for, for arcade games, plus, like, just stupid reality TV, I think it could be huge. So, it Dylan, um, we're going to be traveling to Indiana um, to film a, a reality series, if you're down. Yeah, I'm in. Sure. I mean, so, I just want to point out that uh, the post-apocalyptic future that Double Dragon takes place in is 2007. 
They missed it by 13 years, but what do you do? <laughs> what do you do? My favorite, like, I don't know, hey, let's set a movie in the future and it'll be like this horrible thing is Predator 2, which was done in 1990. And they're like, let's set it in the future where, you know, like, I apparently L.A. is this, like, crime-ridden hellhole that's overrun with gangs and, you know, like, it's basically like a no-man's land. They're like, what year should it be? They're like, I don't know. What about, like, 1997? <laughs> a lot can change in seven years. <laughs> They're well. like, okay, I guess that's good. If you told me in 2013 that, hey, you're going to spend the first half of 2020 indoors, like, I probably would have said, yeah, that sounds about like Yeah, I'm really. like, I don't really want much. <laughs> that's going to change how? I and mean, they're like, everyone else will, too. I'm like, oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. Tell me more. Anyway, uh, three top Ubisoft executives unrelated <laughs> to turning Skull and Bones into a live Fortnite-style game have left the company. It actually has more to do with um, sexual misconduct and toxic culture and the fact that apparently working at Ubisoft Ubisoft, not just like, I mean, Ubisoft owns like a lot of studios. They've got studios in France and Montreal, all over the place. Apparently working at all of them is um, horrible. So like chief creative officer, CCO. So that is a, that is a person who makes millions of dollars a year <laughs> has uh, resigned. The uh, head of the Ubisoft Canadian studios has d resigned, and the global head of HR have all resigned. <laughs> I, I would be trying to pronounce these names for you, but they're all French, um, and I don't I don't think I can. Do you want do me that. to do it? No. <laughs> is this going to be racist, Colby? I don't think France is a race. So are you sure? I was mostly just going to end each one with oh, 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 oh. of yeah. course, yeah. <laughs> no, no, class en français. Uh, anyway, according to the French newspaper Liberation, because that's not liberation, no. Uh, the uh, so chief creative officer Serge, mm, he's got umlauts in his name, Haskell. So, oh, it's probably oh, oh. Sergey Haskell. Let's say that's what his name is. Serge was such a cooler name. <laughs> It was pretty cool. Um, was specifically named as, quote, playing a central role in the company's culture problems with one source saying the executive has the most toxic behavior in the whole business. That dude was incredibly high Wait, up in Ubisoft. In the whole business? I mean, yes. do they not know that Riot Games exists? Well, I mean, I think that they're saying is he took it to a whole new level, Cole. <laughs> When when you're more toxic, no than pants. Riot, I'm not wearing them. <laughs> when you're more toxic than Riot, like that says a lot. Anyway, uh, the co-founder and CEO, um, his name starts with a Y. I'm going to say Ives, Yves, Germo, Germo, will be filling his role on an interim basis, where he will manage a quote complete overhaul in the way in which the creative teams collaborate. Hopefully, one that's better. Like I, maybe he's going to. I mean, I, I think we should just pronounce it Yves Guillemot. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies to all our French listeners. I'm sorry. Um, anyway, Ubisoft apparently is a hellhole. Congrats. Uh, all right. Production has almost started for the do Uncharted you, movie. You, Let's talk about this. Do you think to get to that role, he had to climb a bunch of different towers to unlock? <laughs> That's exactly how you progress at Ubisoft is you, you do a bunch of work and then you're like, oh man, that's a staircase. Mm. I unlock the uh, vice president and the president tower and now I'm the CEO. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Here's my junk. I just sent it to you. <laughs> Who are you going to call? HR? 
<laughs> Colby and I actually had the same terrible job. We worked for an awful company, and at least I can say that it wasn't terrible in that way. It was terrible in a whole bunch of different ways, but not That's that because way. women were not involved in that work. If we had had... No, 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 any- no. I don't think you want to say involved. I think you mean allowed to work <laughs> to at. at. Yes. If so maybe it had, actually did have some of the same if problems. If they had been allowed to work there, I guarantee it would have had those problems. Good times. All right. Production has almost started for the Uncharted movie. Uh, Tom Holland, we'll talk about that in a second, uh, tweeted or I guess Instagrammed. He grammed a photo today of uh, the set, a chair with his name on it that says Nate emblazed on it. Um, And he said, hey, day one, Uncharted. And then Sony was like, no, 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 actually... We, we're, we're like close to production but nah not day one we're not we're not filming anything so <laughs> all movies have been shut down so yeah. so I have two two questions here one I've only played Uncharted 4 have either of you guys played more Uncharted than that I have not I've even played, played one that. through three okay so Dylan is the ex- in any time in these games do they ever refer to Nathan Drake as Nate Nate Drake yeah they probably call him Nate okay I I was just curious because I I have never ever and like I said I haven't played these games but I've heard them referred to a lot and I've never heard it like oh yeah you know Nate Drake he's in Uncharted 3 a lot of times it's Nathaniel Drake Nathaniel Drake the third um I so I thought it was weird second question is I Tom Holland spectacular Spider-Man. Love him as Spider-Man. I can't think of an actor who farther I, away from further away from Nathan Drake. So from what I've heard is that it's going to be kind of a prequel. It is a prequel, that is true, which is why he's younger. Well, I understand that he's younger, but is he I supposed just... to be 12? Uh-huh. Because but I mean if he could be 20. No. Can Tom Holland play a 20-year-old? I mean, I no. think he's actually like 25. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. So what's your joke, Dylan? Tell me your joke. He's 12. He's 12. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know Nathan Drake was 12. My, my favorite Tom Holland joke is there's an actor named Tom Holland, and then there's an actor named Tom Hollander, which implies that there's an actor somewhere named Tom Hollandist. <laughs> I just... I. I mean, maybe it'll be fine. Maybe he'll be great. Um, like I said, he's a good actor. I really... I I am going to say that I think he'll do fine. And, I mean, like, I'm, I, I've am i been on the right side of history a lot of times when people That is true. That is absolutely true. That, like, yeah. this person can't play it. I'm like, you know what? I think that uh, Heath Ledger can play the Joker. Absolutely. If you recall, when Heath Ledger was first cast as the Joker, yep. everyone went like, oh, my God, Heath Ledger? He played the Joker so hard that that's eh, probably not a joke. Um, anyway, I, I think that like I think the two new Spider-Mans are probably the best Spider-Man movies. Probably, like I don't I don't think that's a controversial take, right? No. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm sure I like, he's definitely got the acting chops. Um, he's very good in the Avengers movies, but like he just doesn't seem. I'm like, sure I, and I don't, I don't know who I would cast instead. Like, I can't think of, would, like... You would cast uh, the dude from uh, Firefly. 
Well, I mean, he's a little old, but yeah, well, yeah. Not when the Uncharted movies. <laughs> oh were yeah, first no, no, absolutely. The made. fact, absolutely. If we're if we're if we're doing current day Nathan Drake, what is that dude's name? That's upsetting. Nathan Fillion. Nathan yeah. Fillion. His name's even Nathan. Come on, yeah. stuff writes itself. I mean, he's the, he's the easy go to. Yeah. Just a... But who's the who's the young version of him? Tom Holland. No, it's not Tom Holland though. It's just not, not baby version. Yeah, young. He's twenty four. Maybe the dude who plays like Archie in the River. Exactly, stuff? that's younger than me. Well, yeah, but I... yeah, it's baby. I don't know. <laughs> I'm interested to see it. I will. I will watch this movie. I'm. I'm not proud. It's fine. All right. Finally, last bit. Oh, news. Um, you can build. God, I'm. I saw this on the internet the other day, and I'm very excited about it. Um, you can build your own NES out of Legos. You guys have seen this, right? I have. It's it's adorable. Like the actual like so we're talking like a Nintendo Entertainment System. It you build the system itself, and it looks like it's probably like if I had to guess, it's probably somewhere between the size of like a real NES and an NES Mini, but probably probably leaning towards. A real NES, like you know, it's it looks pretty good sized in relationship to like people's hands. Um, we needed like a banana for scale, or I needed to research it a bit more because they probably actually released sizes. But whatever, um, you get the uh, like. There's a controller that comes with it, and but the best part is you also build a little television, and there's a little Mario that you can you can scroll the TV and make Mario like jump up blocks and stuff. It is. When they announced that they were going to start making Super Mario games, I was like, and then they made that kind of stupid one with the track and whatever. I was like, well, this is dumb. And then they released this, and I was like, no, nah, this is this is exactly what I wanted. Um, although Mr. Polite brought up a, a pretty good point about this that we'll talk about in a second. Um, it's going to come out October for, or I'm sorry, August first, which puts it squarely in summer. So this is a good like pandemic summer. Uh, project. It is mm, like 2,600 pieces, 2,646 pieces, I guess, to be exact. But it's also $230, which is a lot of money. That's a lot of money. That's a lo- I mean, if I bought this, this would probably be the most expensive Lego set I've ever bought. I've bought some expensive Lego sets before, but I don't think any of them have been the $230 range. I think I've spent like into the hundreds. But not not two thirty. I used to buy them when I go to Disneyland because if you have an annual pass at Disneyland, you can get ten percent off. So like, I guess I guess if I spent a thousand dollars on a Disneyland annual pass and went to Disneyland, assuming it was open, which it is not, I could get that for like two hundred and ten dollars, two hundred and ten and change. I don't I don't think that makes it significantly better. But anyway, so what we're gonna do is we're going to we're gonna crowdfund get Cliff a NES made out of Legos. Like, that's legit, right? Yes. Okay, cool. Anyway, I want one. I think it's it's really cool. Um, I don't know. We'll talk about it in a second. Um, Dylan, lead us, lead us into where we'll talk about it in a second. Hey, yo, Vinny. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Vinny, um, a man of very few words on some days. It's getting like I don't I don't know where y'all are right now. Um, I mean I know where Utah. Dylan and Colby are. Um, how is it like super hot in Utah right now? 
No, in the summer in Utah, it's nice and breezy, Cliff. Well, but I mean, like, Utah can range from, like, 80 to 105 in the summer. Like, Not which, really. which end of the... It very rarely goes into the 80s in the summer. Yeah, so you're, you're on the 105 end? I have no idea. I haven't been outside. Or yeah, when outside I do go outside, it's to my car to come home to stay outside. Outside's stupid. Um, it's, like, 80 here right now, and I don't have AC, and... It's 90 degrees here. It sucks. It's real hot in my office. Anyway, that doesn't matter. Vinny is probably at home also sweating because his house is also hot. It's just how it goes. Vinny wants to know what has what game has the greatest comeback story. It's a sh- like. <laughs> You'll get the joke in a second. The obvious choice is No Man's Sky, which means that he removed the most obvious choice from us. I'd like to thank you for that, Vinny. Uh, hours late, I've been thinking Halo Master Chief Collection may be the greater. Yes, I'm biased, but the game launched in 2014 and the multiplayer was broken for months. Couldn't find matches, didn't include many important features, but over time, all of those things were fixed and they were coming to a PC, uh, which seemed impossible six years ago. Sorry for the rant. Was that a rant? No, it was kind of a short rant. I'm just, why haven't you screamed out a name yet, Colby? Because <laughs> I was going to let Dylan do it. Dylan, what game do you think? Sea of Thieves! Ma- <laughs> 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 yes. Sea of Thieves is a very good choice. Um, Plus, in so, the meantime, I actually came up with one, so. <laughs> so I guess the question is, is like, is Sea of Thieves a comeback story, or is Sea of Thieves a, like, a game that... Like, I mean, they've added a lot of content to Sea of Thieves, but I think that Sea of Thieves was also very fun when it launched. Like, it didn't launch with problems. It just I, launched I will with... say the problem with Sea of Thieves is that, like, I mean, I don't think it got a huge... Did it get, like, a huge player base after? I mean, or did it just kind of stay steady with a few people here and there? You know what I mean? I don't know. I hear it's doing well. Yeah. I think that adding things like uh, two-person boats... Yeah. was really important. I think that... Um, I don't know why I'm answering all these questions. This is Dylan's choice. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that adding like, some of the questing system is important. And I think that... like I've actually heard... I mean, this is incredibly anecdotal. But My I've favorite heard kind of evidence. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, that a lot of people are playing it during the pandemic. It's yeah. ended up being a good game for... Uh, specifically adults to play with their kids that isn't Minecraft, mm-hmm. um, which is, I, that's the reason I've been playing it. It's a good good game to play with my kid for an hour. So what do you, have other thoughts, Dylan? Yeah, I mean, I just think it kind of fits in that category because maybe they saved it before it fell off kind of thing. Yeah. Like it had players, but they kind of stayed true to what they were going to do before it was actually like dead. Well, I've always um, kind of wondered like what it takes for a first party game like that to die like if if sea of thieves had been a even even if rare had published that independently of microsoft i think it would be a different story like i'm not sure that game would have hung around um without microsoft money behind it um and i'm not sure it's making money now but i mean maybe it is i don't i don't i don't have any idea people love cosmetics man well it's it's an interesting game in that like you don't. I mean, you don't need to spend money on that game at all. Like, nope. I mean, I've never. And spent it's on Game Pass. Into it. Yeah, and it's on Game Pass. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure, but it's it's a good game. So, if you have not played it, you should play it. Um, what was your other one that you thought about, Call? Destiny. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like on and off, like four or five different times too. I think like yeah. that's a game that has. 
done really well and then done very poorly and then done really well and then people are really angry about it. I mean, I think... I think Destiny's problems really are more... It's hard to keep a player base happy. Like, everybody... Oh, people opinion. suck. That's yeah, people kind of suck. But no, I think you're really right. Like, no. uh, they've been they've been they've been saving that game on or off now for probably, geez, going on a six years, seven. I'll years? say I'll say Wildlands as well. Yeah, absolutely. Wildlands came out kind of broken. A bunch of Ubisoft games actually. Wildlands. Uh, What's the Tom Clancy Ghost Ghost Recon Tom, or not Ghost Recon? Um, the squad based one. You played it, Dylan. Yeah, go... The Division. No. no, although yes. Yeah. The, um, it's not Ghost. It's um, the one the Ubisoft game where you play as like a squad of people versus another squad of people trying to like break into a house or a Rainbow location. Six. Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah. Yeah. Um, For Honor, another Ubisoft game that they've all kind of like they've kind of figured out and pulled off so it's uh i think for a while it was almost more common for games to come out yeah. bad and get i was fixed. just gonna say any live game yeah yeah any i think it's been a, a service game yeah it's been a little bit better lately but i think it's because you're seeing less games as a service so the next one will probably be blood and what's the name of that game bones and skull we just talked about it skull and bones skull and bones yeah so which like oh. i mean quite frankly could you get a like I mean, not like a worse pirate name, but like a more boring pirate name. They're like, oh, man, Sid Meier already has pirates with an exclamation (laughs) point. What's the next most boring, like, trope that we can go with? Yeah, I agree. What about Blackbeard's Ghost? I don't know. That seems a little uh, too in the weeds. How about just Skull and Bones? Do you know that the fourth Pirates of the Caribbean movie is based off a book? No. (laughs) Did you know it's also... Is that the last one? I think so. It's also the most expensive movie ever made. I did know that. Yeah, like $325 million or something. I think it was 360 Yeah, it actually made its money back, though, I think. Oh, so. yeah, those movies make a ton of money. Billions. Bad. <laughs> yeah. I always I really like the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. The fourth one's not great, but it's good. Anyway, uh, Mr. Plate has two questions. I allowed it because I didn't have any questions I this week. I will not. Yeah. I'm just not going to answer one. All right. You get to choose which one it is, I guess. Um, <laughs> so uh, Monday was National French Friday, which I wanted to celebrate and didn't. I felt kind of bad about it. Um, what is your preferred French fry and what is your favorite dip? His is steak fries with Miracle Whip, which sounds suspiciously Canadian, if you ask me. So I don't know. Uh, would you like to go first? Miracle Dylan? Whip? Eh, like- mayonnaise, whatever. I definitely no, like no, 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 a no. waffle fry or a curly <laughs> fry. A waffle fry or a curly fl- fry. Those mm-hmm. are good choices. Do you have a, a dip you prefer? Campfire sauce. Yeah, campfire sauce. If you've never been to Red Robin, campfire sauce is like traditional fry sauce, but with the Red Robin shakety shakety flavor mixed in. It's very good. Very good. Um, <clears throat> Colby would like to talk about how um, Miracle Whip and mayonnaise are not substitutes for each other. They're not. They're absolutely fine. Uh, I like both. Curly fries are the best fries. Um, mm-hmm. I'll also accept the the awesome um, potato wedges. Potato yeah. wedges are pretty good. Some JoJo's. You like potato wedge. Um, I like when they call them JoJo's too. The f- yeah. the fries from Freddy's. Found really out that good. that was a geographical thing that I <laughs> yeah. didn't know my whole life. <laughs> um, like waffle fries. 
Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a favorite dipping sauce? Uh, fry sauce because I'm from Utah. Yeah, Utah. Like I don't. I think it's kind of interesting um, because I think fry sauce has become a little bit. Get more... out of here with your mayo chup. <laughs> I uh, I think it's interesting that that fry sauce has become kind of a thing. Like it, it's available kind of everywhere now. Oh, it is mayo chup. I mean, yeah. like literally, it's available everywhere. Yeah, it's just not called fry sauce. But I mean, like even you'll you'll run into it at restaurants and so yeah. on and so forth. But like Colby and I grew up in in Utah. Um, and fry sauce has been something that has been part of like Utah culture for, I mean, longer than I've been alive. I think um, it was. It's the only good thing besides uh, Cafe Rio that's come out of Utah. Absolutely, uh, Cafe Rio is very regional still, but I love it. Um, it uh, it was it was I don't know I don't want to say invented because that seems... no no it was it was a hundred percent invented in Utah. Was it invented by Arctic Circle? No. Are you was... sure? I think the I think the guy might have worked for Arctic Circle. Yeah, but... Arctic Circle is like a hamburger chain in Utah. That's pretty good, actually. They have they have all right food. They're outside of Utah as well. Are they? Yeah, um, but it's a Utah company. Um, yeah. Actually, their headquarters is just down the road from your house. Actually, I know. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, for, it was a weird thing growing up and being able to get fry sauce everywhere in Utah, and then like going on vacation to California, and they're like, "Do you want anything else?" I'm like, "Some fry sauce," and they just like look at you curiously as they mean ketchup. I'm like. I guess, yes. So sure. it was popularized by a chef named Don Carlos Edwards, who served it in his first restaurant, Don Carlos's Barbecue, in Salt Lake, which eventually became the Utah-based restaurant chain Arctic Circle in the 50s. Interesting. So there, you, the more you know. Anyway, it's mayonnaise and ketchup. It's pretty good. Um, <clears throat> I think my, like, I like dipping sauces a lot, and I like to, I like to... Uh, experiment, I suppose, with uh, <laughs> different combinations of fry sauce. Like, yeah, God, I don't know. this is awful. It's grape jelly. <laughs> no, but and I like, mustard. I'm like, so uh, there was a restaurant in Utah called Training the Training Table, which like used to be. yeah, there man, that place ended badly. Um, their entire <laughs> shtick was you'd go in and there'd just be menus on the table, but then there would be a phone next to the table, and you'd pick up the phone, and like an operator in the back would answer and take your order, and then when your order was done, you like your phone would ring, and you'd go up front and pay for it and get your food. It was it was kind of fun. They had good foods. <laughs> so can I tell a, a real quick story about training table? Please tell us a training table joke or story. I, it might have been the last time I went there. Um, training table was kind of notorious for just having a bunch of like, I don't know, 16 year olds oh, yeah. working it. Um, but the last time I went to get my, you know, went there and I went up to get my food after it was done. One of them had brought in a praying mantis from outside <laughs> <laughs> and all of the teenagers were just like, I don't know, probably stoned sitting around looking at this praying mantis while I'm picking up my food. That is, uh... That is exactly what I would expect from a training table. <laughs> like that's the kind of place where you ask for the manager, and he's like the seventeen-year-old. <laughs> he anyway. graduated high school like a, a week ago, but <laughs> um, they had uh, first of all very very good cheese fries. Oh, and, I love like, cheese fries, and they'd come out on a plate like I mean, it was like a, like a platter of cheese fries for five bucks. Very good, um, but their fry sauce was mayo Tater tots. and. Oh, I just got to throw that in real quick because tater tots are delicious. Sweet potato fries are also very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best sweet potato fries are at the Bayou in Salt Lake. Um, but uh, they had good cheese fries, but they made their fry sauce with barbecue sauce and mayo, which mm-hmm. is really good. I like to make it with ketchup and um, uh, horseradish sauce, so it's a little bit spicy, which is good. Ketchup 
mayonnaise and barbecue sauce is where it's also at. good. Yeah. So I don't know if I have a favorite kind of fry. Like I like all the fries. I'm not a big thick cut fry person. Like Wendy's. I mean, I'll, I'll eat. Well, no, I'm thinking more like. Uh, I don't like steak fries generally. Steak fries. Yeah. 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 They're always really fresh at Red Robin, and that's why yeah. I don't. Mind yeah. Eating. Red Robin's got good fries. I like homemade steak fries probably better than I do. Uh, my wife's dad like was a fry aficionado. Um, like they had like the like a, a f- you know like you can get fry the fry daddy. baby. Yeah, they got the fry granddaddy. I think um, it held like five pounds of oil, um, and he made those often. They were good. Um, but like I yeah I like I like potato wedges. I, I like, like if you ever had fries. the what kind of fries? All fries. All fries. Yeah. Um, you know what's good? I like taking. Uh, Five Guys fries and mixing their Cajun fries with regular fries, like half and half. That's kind of nice. Um, Why do that when you could have a full thing of just Cajun fries? I'm not like I think they're a little spicy, honestly. Like I like spicy things, but I think that theirs are a little bit a little bit much. Um, I I really like. Have you ever had like battered potato wedges where they like I don't know. I think mm. they're like English style. Maybe those are real good chips. Yeah. Mm. There was like a place all- up the road from uh, where we grew up. That uh, is now a mad Greek, but I don't know what it was before. But they had the best fries, and I don't know what oh, was different about it. I them. remember that place; it, they yeah. were so good. Yeah, they were like twice baked fries or uh-huh. something. They were so good fries. Mostly, I just want fries now. I'll be honest; I'm, like, I'm but gonna get fries for dinner. I might. As I already well. had curly fries today. Why not get some other kind of fries? They closed the uh, the Arby's by my house. There are no more curly fries. Arby's did not. I ordered. I don't know what I ordered, but I also ordered um, a second thing of fries for my kid. And they didn't give me the second thing of fries. So I had to split my fries with my kid. Oh, she sucks. You know, that actually is uh, a follow-up for the next question, I think. Um, Dylan and I, uh, the place where I used to work and Dylan still works, there's a Greek place uh, just down the, like, kind of down the hill that does Greek fries, which are really just French fries covered in, like, feta? Garlic and cheese. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Feta. Oh, mm. Mm. They're spectacular. Those are good. If we can ever leave the house again, Dylan, I'll come up and we'll, we'll get Greek food together because that place is great. Uh, all right, Mr. Polite, next question that is not about – you don't have to listen to us talk about French fries for another 20 minutes. Um, he says the new LEGO NES that we talked about a moment ago looks pretty awesome, but outside of taking up space in my office, it's pretty useless. And, like, that's absolutely true, and that's why – yeah, as Colby looks around at his his bedroom, um, that made him think. What is the coolest useless thing that you own right now? My the kid. joke answer, Colby. Yes, <laughs> his daughter. She's three, right? Yeah, three and a half. Yeah. She's almost four. She'll almost be four, four in three weeks. Yeah. So, like, I like almost any kid under about six. Like, they just kind of take up space. They're mm. all right. They're cute. Like, I, I mean, can't make her do anything. Like, I can't, like, go out and, I mean, I can't say, like, mow the lawn because we don't have a lawn. Um, but, like, she can't do, like, chores. No, no. And I mean, I, mean, I, could, I could make her do chores. She's not going to do a good job, though. She's no, poor. absolutely not. And, like, they eat and, you know, they yeah. just cost money. And they get better. Like, my kid's pretty. He's He's almost 13 now he's fun he's fine he's great uh anyway besides your kid what's the most useless thing you own colby has a multitude of collections that take up space i've got so many star wars things i've got i've got literally three shelves in my house that are just dedicated to stuff and let me tell you like we're not talking like oh no these we're talking like these are the big big. eight foot bookshelves they're taller than me how many pops do you think you own 
Uh, I don't know. 250. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm getting rid of, or not rid of, I'm boxing up all the ones that aren't Star Wars for the most part. Yeah. So that I can put more Star Wars stuff uh, where the pops used to. <laughs> Oh, it's all good. Dylan, what's the most worthless thing you own but that is cool? That's... As Colby pulls out a lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty awesome, though. My kid has one of the lightsabers from Disneyland. It's amazing. Ah. Um... What's the coolest, coolest useless thing you own, Dylan? I've been thinking, I don't... I'm looking around, trying to... <laughs> Those balloons look I mean, pretty useless. Like... You just move, uh, that helps, man. I don't know, are like Funko Pops useless? Pretty, pretty much. much. <laughs> I don't... They're kind of fun, uh, as, as someone who has a lot. I do have man. a Pez collection that's pretty useless, but you could eat them. The dispensers are not edible, Dylan. No matter what you've been told, they are not edible. But they still have all the Pez's. I once ate Pez that had expired like 12 years before. That's, That's fine. Awesome. It was. It tasted just fine. It was, uh, they had, uh, they make it now, but I think it was Cherry Cola Pez, I want to say. Oh. Or it might have been Raspberry. I can't remember which one it was. It was one of those two that they discontinued that, except I bought a Pez that was like 10 years old that still had some. <laughs> and... Like I was like eighteen. I'm not not gonna eat that. No, obviously not. Obviously not. It's about the same time that we drank a bunch of Nyquil that had expired in like the I don't know eighties. Colby, uh, let me see the coolest. In thing my that... defense, we were probably high. That's not. That doesn't <laughs> make it better, Colby. I'm sorry. I think it does. No, I don't think it does. Um, I own a car that doesn't start. Does that count? Rick, currently which, I. Which car? My accent like i didn't drive it for like three months and i went to start the batteries dead so that, that's pretty fixable it is it is yeah i just need a new battery but then i'm like why buy a battery right now i don't need to go anywhere so you could probably just jump it probably but i don't own jumper cables so yeah whatever do you not own jumper cables i, I think because I don't know. Dad probably has some. I'll borrow Dad's jumper cables. He probably owns four pair of jumper cables. Um, I I own a PS4 Pro. I own two PlayStation 4s. Does that count? Like, I don't know if they're exactly useless. I own three Xboxes. <laughs> four Xboxes? Three Xboxes? I own a lot of Xboxes. Four Xboxes. I, I own more Xboxes than there are people in my home. So, like... That, to some degree, is, is a little bit useless, I guess. Um, I have two 32-inch TVs that... Uh, I don't even know where the second one is, honestly, right now. Somewhere. I, again, I have four televisions. There's only two people, four, three people live in my house. So I don't, I don't have a lot of collections, um, per se. I, I, uh, I, I would just say that I come from a, a background that... You know, they say hoarding's a gene, and I think Colby might have turned it into uh, into a pop collection. I'm a, I'm a collector. That's what I've been watching a lot of hoarders recently. <laughs> Guess what? All of them are too. On on the other hand, mine are all on shelves, nicely put up. Yeah. Colby's slightly an, dusty. But. Colby's an interesting mix of uh, like hoarding and OCD. It goes well together. So anyway, I don't keep a lot of stuff. That's the moral of the story. I don't keep a lot of stuff. I have a you, treadmill. You, you keep way cool more than my wife. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Do you want these baby pictures of you? Nah, check them out. Like, oh, 
Okay, I think these are the only ones. Eh. <laughs> All right. Princess Megan wants to know what your favorite co-op video game is. Um, Colby and I have played a lot of games together. Some of them co-op. We discussed uh, earlier before we started recording that it might be Army of Two, which is a stupid, <laughs> stupid I think game. Borderlands, like, probably would be my favorite. Borderlands it's the one is I good. Yeah, the most, probably co-op. I, yeah, playing the first two Borderlands with yeah. people was pretty was pretty fantastic. So I really liked Goldeneye back in the day. Co-op. So I guess that's the question. Okay, so let's 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 define co-op. Let's not. Let's define co-op. Is co-op a game? I mean, like by by definition, Goldeneye is not co-op, right? Because you're not yeah. playing cooperatively. Well, I suppose. I mean, it, it is it is multiplayer. I think he's asking for cooperative game, therefore yeah. working together. I mean, I'm pretty sure if you asked anyone if Goldeneye was couch co-op, they would probably say yes. Yeah, but and people call are... you a pedantic little bitch for man. You know, if you know anything, like I am. <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> I'm and the then most... Cliff just gets punched <laughs> in the jaw. I am the most pedantic person I know. I love that word too. Um, I would say if we're not talking strictly co-op, it's probably duck game or stick fight. <laughs> I love both those games a lot. Or uh, what's the weird, I don't know, pudding wrestling game that we always play, Dylan? Um, Gang Beasts. Gang Beasts is very good. Um, and, uh, oh, shoot. Uh, I really like um, 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 No Heroes Here. No Heroes the, Here is very good. Yeah, what's the what's the but one that's we played actually at, cooperative though? So that one wins. It, it is. Um, what's the what's the one we played at Extra Life a bunch this year where you're the like four different things? There's like a herd of yaks run through the middle. Bloodshot something. Hotshot burn. Hotshot burn. Yeah, Hotshot burns really 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 good. Rest too. in peace. What? Yeah, it didn't sell any copies, so oh. they're fulfilling their promise of releasing it on switch but that's it oh, it's man. pretty much dead i love that game though i mean it's sad. fine like my game will still run it's it's okay like i yeah. mean not the end of the world but god that game's great we did everything yeah. we good could dylan to to make sure that game i really i really there. tried to get people interested in that game as much wow. as i could but. couch cop is a tough tough sell to be honest so um what else like I'm trying to think of other cool. What games have we played together, Cole? Because we played a lot of co-op games. Army together. of Two. Besides Army of Two, <laughs> which is fine. There's a very funny penny arcade about Army of Two. I don't know if that's enough to look it up, but it's it's good. Um, I'm trying to think. Like Wildlands was okay. I didn't love that co-op, but I I loved Wildlands. I didn't like co-op. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like that game was not great co-op. Um, I think it was. I just think I think you need to play it a certain way. Well, I think more appropriately, like, you're just so much better at Wildlands than I am that, like, we're like, okay, everyone get ready. And Colby's like, go. And I'm like, okay, shot. And Colby's like, okay, everyone else is dead. I'm like, uh, oh, oh, okay. Destiny. Why are we skipping Destiny? Destiny's awesome co-op. It's like playing Counter-Strike with you, Cliff. Yeah, it's real bad. Anyway. Okay, how about I just play against all of you guys, and we'll call that fair. In my defense, you are very good at that game. All right, <laughs> well, finally, uh, Man Sox. hilarious. Yeah. Remember how you played it a bunch, and then you didn't? <laughs> I did. Yeah, I do remember. Remember how I never played that kind of game ever again? Uh, Man Sox <gasps> wants to know what your favorite thing to barbecue is. Mm, what do you like ribs. to barbecue? I think he's actually asked this question before. I'll be completely honest, but that's fine. He probably asked what our favorite barbecue is, not what is your favorite? <laughs> it's fair. It's fair. What's your favorite thing to barbecue, Dylan? Ribs? 
Probably ribs because they're always good when I do God, it. Ribs are so good. Ribs are so good. What do you like to barbecue, Call? You know what? Um, I, I, I know I you don't like own smoking a barbecue, bratwursts. But <laughs> big wieners. Oh, I also I want bratwurst. I haven't owned a barbecue or used a barbecue in over a decade. What's your favorite thing to eat that has been barbecued? I don't, um, I don't know. Like ribs are good, steaks good. Yeah. I probably won't turn down anything that's you know Meat's been on good. a barbecue. Who was it that used to have the the Jack Daniels barbecue food? Like TGIF. Oh, that stuff was good. Like, like it probably good. was not actually good. Yeah, but, you know. Yeah, whatever. It was it was enjoyable <laughs> when I was younger and dumber. Um somewhere there's someone out there like risking coronavirus to get TGI Friday. So Oh don't do that. Literally don't do that. <laughs> when you the first day Utah opened up, I went past Applebee's oh. and there was thirteen cars in the parking lot. I'm like, guys, it's Applebee's. You can microwave like, your food at home too. Like, you don't why? need to go like, to Applebee's. Applebee's. There's gotta be a better choice. Um anyway, my favorite thing to barbecue, like I like I like I said a minute ago, I don't eat meat, so I don't barbecue a lot of meat. Um I do really like barbecuing pizza, actually. I make uh, barbecue mm. pizza quite often. Like a, I get a dough, either I make it or I get it from the store, and I usually do like a uh like a pesto sauce and tomatoes and cheese, which is pretty good. Um I like barbecued pineapple a lot. Like if you've ever barbecued a good. pineapple, like it's better if you go to like a Brazilian steakhouse and get their barbecue pineapple. But like I've done barbecue pineapple before where I've um, marinated it in orange juice is pretty good. I've marinated it like it sounds weird, but I marinated Maple it in a syrup. mix of. Yeah, that's really good, too. Um, I did a mixture of brown sugar and Sprite once that was pretty, <laughs> pretty good. So barbecue pineapple is pretty rad. Um, the other day, like so when I moved here, um, I was stupid and bought a electric barbecue um, because I was like, ah, I hate getting propane and blah, blah, blah. I don't, I don't eat meat, so I don't really need to cook a steak, whatever. Um, it was cheap. It was like 60 bucks. How does an electric barbecue work? <laughs> kind of like you think it would. Like it's got, it's like barbecue shaped, except it's got a big heating element in the bottom of it. And you just plug it in and set a temperature and it heats up. Um, hmm. So it's an oven. Effectively. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the bonus is, is like I was saying earlier, it's really Not effectively. It is. It an is an oven. oven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, the difference between, and maybe it's, it's not an the difference, outdoor oven, which is actually like a, a real bonus because it's it sucks here during the winter, and if you you don't want, or I'm sorry, during the summer, you don't want to like turn on your oven indoors because my house will go from being like a livable 72, 74 to like an unbearably hot eighty real fast. Um, and so I bought this outdoor oven and the problem I found with it is, is like, because like your oven door opens out and like mm -hmm. you lose heat when you do it, but with a barbecue yeah. that opens up, up, like literally I would, I would, it has a temperature gauge on the front. So you can measure this very effectively where you'd get up to like 350. I'd put a couple hamburgers on it and close it. It would be down to like 200 degrees. I'm like, well, shoot those, those hamburgers. And by hamburgers, I mean like frozen veggie burgers are just like, slowly de-thawing at 200 <laughs> degrees now. Anyway, it did not work. But the other day, my wife had the brilliant idea of like, I mean, it's just an outdoor oven. Like, could you make cookies on it? And you can totally make cookies on it. So, <laughs> outdoor cookies are pretty good too. You should anyway. just buy like a convection oven and a, like a, I don't know, extension cord. 
Yeah, I probably should. Uh, I actually own a real barbecue now, too, though. I mean, by real, I mean it's propane. Like, I don't screw with charcoal, but whatever. Uh, all right, cheap, free games for this week. Um, first up is a game that Colby, I think, just beat. Or did you just give no, up on it? I just gave up on it. It is a game. I got, like, t- 10 hours into it and went, wait, there's, like, 10 more? Screw this. It is a game that I had the fortitude to beat. Uh, Torchlight 2. It's a Diablo-like game. I, you know, it's one of those games that I really, really enjoyed at the time. But, you know, like Colby said, it's sometimes games are weird when you go back to them. It's, uh, like, if you like to hack and slash at things, and if you like having a cute companion animal, it's probably not bad. It's free on the Epic Game Store next week. So grab Torchlight 2. I, I, you know, overall, I think I would recommend those games. So try that out. Um, a bunch of new games coming to Game Pass in the next 15 days or so between now and the end of the month uh coming out uh today actually if you're listening to this podcast on release day uh january 16th is a game called forager um it might be like right up your alley call it's a 2d open world game yeah inspired by exploration farming and crafting games such as sturdy valley terraria and zelda which I liked all of those. Yeah, all those games are pretty good, so Forager might be one to watch out for. It's coming out uh, July 16th on console and PC. Uh, Mountain Blade. No, let me let me say that again. Mount and Mount, Blade. Yeah, it's not Super Salad. Mount and Blade Warband is coming out on uh, the consoles on uh, tomorrow, today as well, July 16th. Uh, Mountain Blade, Mount and Blade Warband. Warband is a unique blend of intense strategic fighting, real-time army command, and deep kingdom management. That does not sound like something. I've heard it's really good. And if you're if you're from Utah, it's Mountain Blade. Mountain Blade, (laughs) exactly. Mountain Blade. Yeah. Uh, Carrion coming out on the console and PC July 23rd. This game's interesting. You play this like you're the bad. Well, I don't want to say you're the bad guy in this game, but I guess you're the bad guy. Um, And you're like this giant. I don't know, it looks like you're made out of, like, ground beef, but have a mm-hmm. mouth. But and tentacles. You, but, yeah, but, like, there's also ground beef tentacles. I played the demo of it, and it's it's hard. It's it's a difficult game. But you, like, reach out your tentacles and just grab people and fling them around and break their necks. It's, uh, it's you can, interesting. You Go can ahead. pre-download it now. You can pre-download it now. It comes out July 23rd. I It's a game that I'm definitely going to give another try, um, because I'm hoping that maybe... Uh, with a little bit more like build up into it, maybe I'll, I'd be a little bit better at it. Um, and like I, I played the demo two months ago, so it, maybe the game's changed a little bit too. That's a, a Devolver game, that's pretty good. Uh, Golf with Your Friends is coming out on PC July 23rd. That is a very good game. Um, you do need to have friends though, so it. it's it's a problem. It's a like a mini. That's why golf I didn't game. download it? Yeah. Um, it's a mini golf game. Is that only coming out on the PC? That's too bad. That'd be a good no, Xbox game. It's, it's on Xbox already. Oh, it is on Xbox already. We should play that. It's fun. I'm, I'm like, can I just use separate controllers and golf with myself? No, because it's online only. Like that game actually. That's actually why I did not play it because it would be a really good like couch co-op game, but or not even couch co-op, but like a turn-based game where you take a, a hit and then I take a hit. But you can't. You have to play it online. Um, but it's it's like a mini golf simulator. It's a lot of fun, but like with just outlandishly weird holes. Um, I actually played a Worms themed one. You know, like Worms, the like you throw yeah. a bomb at me, I throw a bomb at you game. It was fun. Um, so golf with your friends is good. Uh, Grounded is coming to console and PC July twenty eighth. That's the like Honey I Shrunk the Kids game. Um, I guess it's coming to game preview. So you know, I guess. Think of that how you will, but that looks fun. I, that's definitely one I'm going to try out when it comes out on the 28th. Um, Nowhere Profit is coming out on console and PC on July 30th. It's a roguelike digital card game. Leading a convoy, it's your goal to reach a safe place for yourself and your followers, the mysterious crypt. 
Um, I don't know, roguelike digital card game. Maybe worth a download. If that's your jam, though, absolutely worth a card game. I wonder if that's going to be like a roguelike version of like uh, Death Road to Canada or like Outland. That could be all right. Uh, I guess this is the tourist, but it's spelled T-O-U-R-Y-S-T. Uh, coming out on console and PC July 30th. It's an action-adventure puzzle game um, that actually has been really, really well-received on the Switch, so I guess take that how you will. Um, and Yakuza Kiwami 2 is coming out on the console and PC July 30th as well. So, actually, I, I don't know. I think that's a pretty good month's worth of games considering we already got a couple games at the first year, but apparently it's just not worth some people's $13 or something. Whatever. Uh, if you missed uh, getting Watch Dogs 2 for free this weekend at the Ubisoft uh, conference where they announced a bunch of Ubisoft games that are all the same, um, apparently it was one of those like, hey, we announced it on Twitch and it didn't work. And hey, you can go to this website and download it. Oh, except that didn't work either. So they've extended that out. Um, I'll put the URL in the show notes, but it's uh, like Ubisoft.com slash Ubisoft dash forward dash reward should get you there. You could probably also just search for Ubisoft forward reward and uh, probably get there as well. But you just need to like put in your, I think you log in with your origin account and it'll drop watchdogs to in uh, your origin account. I did it already. It took like a day or two to actually hit. But Watch Dogs 2 is apparently very good. Um, I haven't tried it yet, but if you've got a PC and a Ubisoft account, that might be worth your while. Um, finally, Ubisoft's new Battle Royale game is called Hyperscape. It was announced at that Ubisoft conference over the weekend. It is out now, and it is free if you're looking for yet another Battle Royale game to play. <sighs> I think that's everything. You guys have any... Uh, Exciting developments you want to talk about before we sign off? I've watched a lot of really good movies recently. I can talk Col- about those for about Colby's the next hour. watched a lot of absolutely terrible movies. What's the best of the terrible movies you've watched recently? Mm, it would either be Twisted Pair or After Last Season. I will say, if you've never seen a Neil Breen movie, um, it's kind of a bummer because you can't just like go on Netflix. You I can tell you where you can see one, but... Yeah. Um, you can't just like watch them like you, you you have to pay for them to watch them there is a hub that you can watch fateful findings on oh really it is, it is a certain hub i don't know if it is still on this hub interesting but uh fateful findings it used to be i i made a friend of mine and like i mean normally you'd say i a friend of mine watched this with me and I'm like no i made him watch this um i made my wife watch it a second time um it's one of those movies that you'll watch and you're just like, what, why, what, why? And you'll do that for like an hour and a half. Um, I just, I, I own Twisted Pair now um, because you have to purchase it. And uh, I can say with great authority that I watched the entire movie and paid attention. I don't think I was on my phone through most of it. And I can honestly not tell you. <laughs> what the plot of the movie is. I will tell you that he plays... Neil Breen stars in all of his own movies. He also Writes, edits directs, them. stars, yeah, edits. Um, Rumors on the internet is that he actually made his money as an architect and now just yep. makes terrible movies. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. true or not. Um, but in the movie, he plays his own twin, mm-hmm. um, one of which has an incredibly fake-looking beard. It is better than the mustache that one person has that, as far as I can tell, is scotch tape with a mustache <laughs> drawn on. They're very good. Um, I 
I believe that Neil Breen is actually unaware of how bad his movies oh, are. Yeah. Oh no, he is. I can I can say that with a hundred percent certainty. He is because you cannot make movies like that if you are self aware. That's true. That's true. Like you just can't do it. It's the reason why Birdemic One is absolutely incredible and Birdemic Two is not. Is because you have to be unaware of the fact that yeah. you, you have to. It's fair. Yeah. Uh, Neil Breen movies are spectacular. I guess if you want to listen to Colby and I talk about this movie, uh, not not Twisted Pair, but uh, Fateful Findings for like two hours, probably. Uh, OMG, watch this pod.com. You can. We have another podcast where we talk about terrible movies. Not very often, but occasionally. Some good stuff. Way there. less than I would prefer. I same. It's it's just you know life. Um, you should watch Twisted Pair and Fateful Findings. They're both great terrible movies dylan do you have any what's what's the best what's the best worst movie you've ever seen dylan hates bad good movies i i can't answer that question <laughs> love it what's the best best movie you've ever seen what's your favorite movie dylan it changes it's fair what's your favorite movie colby it's a good answer like good movie yeah the assassination of jesse james by the coward robert ford I, followed very closely by heat I would highly recommend you watch The Assassination of Jesse James. It's very good. And then go search for The Assassination of Jesse James, Yogi Bear. Because um, <laughs> you have to see the, the real movie before you watch the Yogi Bear version of it. But I don't I don't understand how the, the Yogi Bear version got made, but it's very good. It's very good. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll call this a podcast, I guess. You can follow us at BiteMePodcast.com. You can follow us on social media at facebook.com slash bite me podcast twitter.com slash bite me podcast and instagram dot blah 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 instagram.com slash bite me podcast if you'd like to hang out on our discord because i think it's a pretty cool mm. chill place to be right we talk about things and i'm there and colby's there and dylan's there a bunch of other fun people are there tim's also there um you can go to bitemepodcast.com and look for the Discord link in the sidebar. It's it's there. Or maybe it's in the header. I don't know. There's a Discord link somewhere in there. Uh, if you would like to be a patron of us and help fund this monstrosity, you can go to patreon.com slash bitemepodcast. Um, it's not quite a Neil Breen movie, but some, some weeks it's close. I mean, we're not very self-aware, right? No. No. Dylan. Bite me. Bite me. are probably the meat I miss the most probably but they're also like just completely gross me out like it's not like I wouldn't fall off the wagon for ribs because they're gross and have bones I don't like it I gotta I drop like something in a dropbox real quick Dylan's dropping things did he get up to do that because yes he did he did he has two computers oh okay because he's, he probably was a work thing hmm Hey, how you doing? Well, living the dream. How's mom? Not good. Is she? Sure. I mean, except that she showed up a half hour late, so I wasn't able to get dinner. So, you know, 
Does any, like, I mean, does any of that surprise you? I mean, like, mostly I told her even earlier because she needed to print out something. And then... Do you have a printer? Yeah. Um... I mean, I have two printers, but... Oh, Mr. Fancy. <laughs> Actually, mostly it's just... Because two printers take up a... Mine's in my closet. I pull it out when I need to print things. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like... It's like, send two printer. Like... <laughs> it's wireless. Like, you have power in your closet. Um, it is wireless. I have yet to actually figure out how to get it to work. Mm. What's in this drink? Downloading after last season right now. Nice. Just in case it gets deleted. I'll always have it. I also downloaded a copy and put it on my media server. You need to watch Twisted Pair. And I don't care that you have to buy it. Yeah. Because believe me when I say it is 100% worth... The best movie I will ever see. $13. The best movie you'll never see. Oi. Alright, should we do the some... The most you'll ever go pee. Oh no. This summer... Coming to your bedroom is the boogeyman. Oh no! Oh. All right. Boogie, 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 boogie. So should I read the questions? Is there any like things that I'm gonna have to like think about? Mm. I don't know what the greatest comeback story is, Vinny. Yeah, the problem is you can't really say No Man's Sky because he already said No Man's Sky. I don't know That's why he right. didn't say Sea of Thieves. Well, sea of Thieves is a good choice. You should save that for the podcast. I'm going to save it. I'm totally going to steal it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Colby, do you have any ideas like Sea of Thieves? Sea of Thieves. <laughs> uh, yes. You could probably figure out French fries on, <laughs> like, off the cuff. Uh, I'm looking at them now. Yeah, I don't really have a favorite co-op game. Army of Two. I was just gonna say the that. ultimate co-op. Colby game. and I played a bunch of Army of Two and really enjoyed it. I, I loved that game. I never yeah, really I played think. with anyone, and I think yeah. that would have made it even better. But Colby and I it beat it together. Just, it was so ridiculous. You it can't was, play yeah. it now online. <laughs> they've they've taken down the server, so you can't oh. play two player. I'm like, oh, well. we played it two player. Yeah, a couch. Screen. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, your favorite thing to barbecue? Are you painting <laughs> miniatures while we're podcasting, Dylan? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. What's the most useless thing you have in your house right now? Is it is it? A yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, by definition, she just eats it. <laughs> I mean, really has no function and bleeds you dry. <laughs> Try to I, subscribe I have to, to thirty dollar mm -hmm. mobile games. <laughs> no, no, thirty dollar a, a month week. mobile <laughs> games, Cliff. How does it right. even? I don't At even. a 53% discount. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Recore is good. Have you, did you, are you liking Recore? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. started it and like I got it right when it came out and I'm like, this game's cool. And then hit a game breaking bug. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's not as cool. <laughs> but I 
bought it again and have never played it. It's, on Game, it's on Game Pass. Yeah. It's been on All Game right. Pass since I think Game Pass started. Yeah, they like when they announced the Scorpio, um, like when they did the big Scorpio reveal at E3, and they're like, also, Recore is getting remastered in 4K. I'm like, holy crap, that's awesome. I love that game. I should buy a copy of it because I can get it for $12 off of Gamefly. That'd be a great deal. And then I bought it and they shipped it to me. I was like, I should play that game sometime and then didn't. And they're like, hey, now that's on Game Pass. I'm like, crap. <laughs> anyway, that's my story. It's a good story. It is a good story. Not as good as your hungry story, but... Nah, nothing's as good as my hungry story. I should tell that on the podcast sometime. We don't have enough time. That might be a Bite Me DLC. I'm hungry. <laughs> podcast. So, so if, I bite you, if I buy you one of those Don't Tread on Me face masks, will you wear it? Absolutely not. I would wear a Don't Step on Snack one, though. <laughs> All right. Let's podcast. Well... It's- Hot as my room. It is very warm out. Mm-hmm. I close the door in here and it just gets.